Welcome to Romance Your Tribe Radio with me, Janet Beckers, where every episode focuses on simple action steps you can do this week to grow your business online and bring joy to the work you do. Hello everybody, Janet Beckers here and we're on Romance Your Tribe Radio and I have a really special guest for you today because Alexi, last name, unpronounceable, how do we say it Alexi? Nel Klaus. <laughs> Nel Klaus. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly that's not how to say it. Yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I've, I've got to know Alexi a little bit over the years and I tell you what, I saw him present at James Schrenko's event at the beginning of the year and you got actually the most popular speaker, didn't you? Correct. It was sort of like voted the most value. And this is an audience of people who are all very, very established in business. And so it takes a bit to impress, I think, you know, mm-hmm. that audience because, man, this guy just knows his stuff. So I'm so excited to have him here with us today because we're going to be talking about content, content marketing, managing your content, doing a content plan, what kind of outcomes you can expect from using content as part of your tribe building and leadership positioning. So the thing that I'm really excited about today is this is what Alexi does all day, every day. He has a a really successful business full of writers and project managers and editors that this is what they do day in day out so they know behind the scenes what works so there's none of this kind of stuff of well you know everybody's been saying that videos work or blogs work or whatever we're actually talking to the man who's actually seeing (laughs) what works behind the scenes and that's what I really really love to be able to bring you so get ready to take notes Mm. and so before we get started, Alexi, tell us a little bit about you, about who you serve and how you do it. Okay, so quick background. For most of my career, I was a direct response copywriter um, where um, I'd be charging the sort of fees that, you know, um, you, you know, I dreamt about my first initial days, you know, 25, 50 grand, 100 grand at a time type thing. Um, and that was most of my career. And then about two and a half years ago, no, actually about three years ago, I got the idea for our current business, worked on the model for about six months. And then kicked off the business about two and a half years ago, which is a company called Fubi. It's a content, what I call a content hacking agency. I'll explain more of that in a moment. Uh, but what I was able to do, it turns out, though two and a half years ago it was a guess, what I've been able to do is teach the writing team how to think as copywriters. So a lot of our content, that was great content. Um, it also has all the necessary hooks and bells and whistles in the headlines and the themes that I had to do when I was writing copy to generate ROI off paid ad campaigns. And so mm. our headlines and our themes tend to be quite a lot stronger than most content writers and, and, and stuff out there because of my prior training that I brought into the team, train them, develop the process, have all the feedback loops when we fail, catch it before it gets you know, too far down the line. And so the end result is you know, content that cuts through, content that generates leads and content that uh, ultimately generates sales. I love it. And that's, that's the big focus. You know, a lot of times people will be putting out the content, but they're not doing it strategically. They're just going, well, you know, I've got to do a blog post or I'll just think of something. Mm. Um, and I like no. your very, very strategic approach to choosing the topics, knowing what content works, and then making sure, like as you said, it's leads and sales. 
because you know ultimately you're doing this as a way of growing your business so um and you were just telling me that um that you've just had six weeks traveling in europe and yeah. your team's such a well-oiled machine now that um that it went well yeah so part of the uh reason for the trip was to pressure test the company because uh, we've got to, we've at a stage now with our company where i've got a head of content I've got an operations manager, we've got the supervisors, we've got a, a big part of the organizational chart sort of put together. And I, I disappeared for three or four days at a time before, little, little fishing lines in the water uh, to see what would happen. And remarkably, things were good. And I, thought, I said to my wife, this would be a good test. Let's go for six weeks and largely disappear on the team. Don't reply to emails, don't show up to meetings. Let's wow. see how much, how much blood ends up in the streets, so to speak. And um, <laughs> For the most part, uh, they did better than um, when I'm around, which uh, I don't know whether to be proud of them or scratch my head. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's a good thing mostly for sure. Um, but we did have some, some issues uh, purely and 100% coming about because of stuff that I was doing that we didn't identify in our process. Since then, that's all been plugged. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it was turned out to be a, a good thing. And given this is a hard business to run, it's it's content is difficult like we do about a million words a month in article content we do thousands of emails we do thousands of videos we do thousands of quote cards so we have a multidisciplinary company here designers are different from writers writers are different from shop project coordinators different disciplines different personalities um to pull all that together and 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 you know the, the wheels not to come off the cart so to speak um, it's a cool thing. Um, yeah. But having said that, I've got great people, as I said to you before we went on the recording. In many ways, they're smarter than me for the most part. So, Isn't yeah. that the classic thing, though? People always say, you know, build a team that's smarter than you and you want the, the business to run better yeah. in your way. It's like the holy grail. So, yeah. you know, I just really, I just want to congratulate you on that because... Yeah. You know, the nice part there is, like you were talking about, you know, with the content management, you know, the content creation, all of these different sort of ex expertise that's needed. And we'll talk about that when it comes to if you're, you've got your own business about mm. what you do there. But um, the other part that comes with that, so like a million words of, you know, that you're writing of articles mm. a month is, that's a lot. It's also, you've got lots of different clients in lots of different niches. Yeah. They have lots of different personalities. Yeah. So that to run really smoothly and that broad cross section of people to be really satisfied yeah. without you having to be on there is that is hard huge. work. It's hard. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, it's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is genuinely hard. Um but it, you know? Um but again, like I said to you off the recording, we have a rule that, that we learned from that I learned from my good mate James Schrenko. The person that does the work can't check the work, and so yeah. you know, if you want a sister, if you want a business that runs without you, there's a lesson that every business can learn from. You need, you need, uh, like if you imagine a quite a complex Venn diagram, all the circles intersecting. You really want um, multiple checks. You you want tripwires, so when something breaks, you're alerted, and the right people are alerted. Then you want a system in play, so that identifying why did that happen, let's fix it. And then when you're working on fixing it, you want to test if the solution is working. So you need other tripwires and feedback loops to monitor the new idea. And, mm. you know, that's, the, that's how we've gotten here. We've, we've essentially gotten from an idea in my brain 
literally, because I've never seen anyone else, anyone else do what we do, an idea in my brain, and then literally try something, and it's like imagine a flowchart. Did it work? Yes or no? If it worked, do more of the same. Did it not work? Did it fail? Do something different. Literally every, SO, every part of our SOP, our standard operating system, has been built on a flowchart like that. Love it. So you can imagine how many mistakes we've made. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? That's, that's why when I said right at the very beginning mm. that why I'm so grateful to have you here today to help people who are listening is they're actually going to see, well, this is what you need to do because I have made, we've tested what works and what doesn't work. And we've worked out what sort of double check. So even that yeah. is what you've just said there. So for people who are putting their own content strategy together, and we're going to talk in a minute about what that yeah. is. Yeah. Um, that, that one thing that you said there is you need to, the, the person who created it doesn't be, isn't the person who checked it is a really, yeah. that's a good one just there for when you're mm. working out how you're going to automate lots of things happening in your mm. business. Mm -hmm. So let's dive in now. First of all, from, there's going to be people who are listening here today that don't, they're not really clear on what is content marketing or content mm. hacking as you mm. call it. So would you mind just defining that for me first? Yeah, so content marketing, first up, is the activity of producing lots of content, whether it's articles, emails, videos, infographics, uh, stuff that's not sales-driven, you could say. Its purpose is to render value, value, value to the audience so that certain outcomes can take place. You might get more traffic, you might uh, build authority, you might build a profile. Uh, the leads that come through from people that engage with the content, they're usually higher quality leads that make it easier for the sales team to convert, right. yep. uh, community, if you're wanting to um, keep your clients to stick with you, content's a perfect tool for that because you're on to, uh, always demonstrating your excellence and your expertise. So content marketing is in its full landscape, probably everything that I've defined just there, but there's one big downside. Content marketing can take forever to work. It can take forever, unless you've got a big email list or you've got lots of traffic to your website or a big social following, Content marketing on its own usually means put the content out there, do great content, and then sit back and wait for a critical mass to um, take place. Right. I'm, I'm not the most patient guy. You've probably gleaned how fast I talk and, you know, A-plus type personality. So um, what I did was I looked at all the content, all the clients that kill it with us from the get-go, really, really get, like, results within a month or two not six months, not a year, not 18 months, and they all have the same DNA, the same profile, the same thing, and it's two things. It's amazing content, that's us, that's yep. combined with funnels, i.e. we get an opt-in for an email, we send them to a sales page, whatever it may be, that is then amplified, content that is boosted, content that is amplified, whether it's boosting content on Facebook, whether it's seeking backlinks for SEO, um, whether it's broadcasting to your email list. Right. Um, content that is combined with funnels and amplified is what I define as the content hacking framework. Excellent. 100% come about by me identifying which clients crush it quick, which ones flounder, and the ones that crush it quick, 100% of them, had the three-part framework. Oh, I love it. I mean, that there is just gold because if we mm. think in terms of the content, which is what most people do, they'll go, oh, I've done a blog post or I've put mm. something on social media or, hey, I, I've got a podcast or I put the, a video out there. 
And then they're getting frustrated because they're not getting the results. And yeah. it can feel like, why on earth am I even doing this? Nothing's coming from it. So taking from what Alexia said is, okay, you've got that content out there. Have you got those other pieces? There's no use amplifying like running Facebook ads and stuff mm. about your content if you haven't got some way of getting them onto your mailing list and converting like that funnel. Yeah. yeah. So would you which would you would you do the funnel first would you say to people start with the funnel or start with the content yeah so when we get clients potential clients inquire um we have a scorecard that we run them through and part of the scorecard is identifying if they have a funnel or not mm. um I, I unless they're a vc backed like big money backed we won't even take on a client that doesn't have a funnel right what happens at two or three months down the line we get the inevitable email or the inevitable Facebook chat message to me usually, Alexi, this is taking too long. Why? And it is, it's my fault because we accepted a client that I knew would take longer to get results because they don't have a funnel, they don't have traffic, yet right. they don't necessarily have the money to plunk down, spend you know a grand, two grand, three grand a month, whatever it may be, to get this stuff done. And you know, it's my I have a fiduciary responsibility, you could say at being honest with potential clients from the beginning. And one of the things that I say is you need a funnel before you really work with us. Or job number one is we do you a lead magnet or we do you a book, get the content done, but I'll connect you with the tech, get the funnel sorted. Here are some templates that work well. Here are two Facebook agencies that I refer to. We have two. Speak to them. You need that stuff set up as job number one. Otherwise, in two or three months, you will ping me and you will say you're not happy because results are not happening fast enough. That is brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant advice. So yeah. start with your funnel. Make sure you've got that's working. List building and something to sell. Yeah. Then you've got your content. And if yeah. you then amplify it, you can get results in a month or two rather than six yeah. or 12 months. Yeah. Love it. And yeah. that people, you know, if they're in that position where they're already getting consistent sales, they can come to you and know that you can be helping to set all that up. Well, so, yeah. That's brilliant. This is the game. I mean, this, yeah. this, is, this is the game. Unless they're VC funded and they've got lots of money in the kitty and these insane growth targets where they can't afford to procrastinate, we'll take those guys on. But for the most part, yeah, you, a funnel, some traffic, some momentum is what we need to really start to get results. Yeah. Not just us, but any content that you may produce. You need these elements in play, to be honest with you. I love it. You know, that is just so incredibly honest because mm. people, I know that there are people out there getting confused because they're hearing about content marketing, but they haven't got the infrastructure. They haven't got everything else in place. Mm. And that's where you start, that's where you lose you know, why am I bothering to do this? So that is yeah. brilliant. So you talked about getting results mm. in, you know, in a shorter time once mm. you've got your funnel set up. So what does that look like? Can you share with us mm. some ideas of like, what does, does this work rather than just say running ads straight to your opt-in and not doing any content? Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, you can, you can look, here's the thing, go back a step. That's actually a good point. You can run ads straight through to a lead page and never do content. You can't do that. You're going to be on borrowed time though. Okay. okay. You'll be on borrowed time because all the platforms, they, they're building, they've built their platforms on needing content. You get rewarded, put it another way. If you've got ads to funnels that are working well, you absolutely get rewarded by supporting that with content. You can build out audiences that you then retarget with your conversion ads and your cost per opt-in, your cost per sale will absolutely plummet. Right. right. So I'm not saying you need content 100% of the time. 
I'm saying you'd be crazy to just do conversion ads and not support that with content because email lists, I don't know about you, but I'm sick of getting promotional stuff left, right and center from people. Be good to get some actual good content. So email, you will absolutely find your email list will die very, very quick if you don't furnish it with content. Yeah. So how that looks is one of our clients, Taki Moore, who I know you know. Yeah. He's, um, um, he's one of our clients. We do a lot of uh, his clients' Black Belt members' content. We do four emails a week for Taki, all content, all content. But every 21 days, he lobs out what's called a nine-word email, which where he's fishing for anyone who's ready to have a conversation about potentially buying. Those nine-word emails would not be possible without us doing regular content four days a week to his list. Okay. But Excellent. And actually, I know because I'm on your mailing list and, you know, like everybody else, I'm on a gazillion. And you send out something daily, which for most people would get them an unsubscribe. But I look mm. at all of them because they're mm. all mm. thought-provoking. They're all content. Mm. And, right. yeah. I like it. You're kind of practicing. You're, you're doing exactly what you do with your clients. So what you do with yeah. Taki, because I think, oh, we're ready for a nine word any minute, any, any day now. <laughs> every, tw every 21 days is when mine go every out. 21 well. days, the nine word email. And for people who are curious about that, I'll put a link over. I think you've got an article on your site or something. I'll put an article yeah. on the um, podcast page for what the nine word email is. My, my clients do that as well. I talk about it heaps. So, yeah, I love them. They're, they're very, very, very effective. So, uh, talking about performance for content, go back again. So, Facebook ads, for example, you could do conversion ads, i.e., add through to a landing page or add through to a sales page, no problem. But I tell you something if you can warm up your audience with some good content that they've seen in advance and then you lob the pitch. <laughs> I mean, you know, your, your cost per opt-in, your cost per lead, your cost per sale will almost always plummet. Right. The numbers get better because you've started to build a bit of a brand with those people that have engaged with your content. So let me show you something. This is, this is really powerful, right? Uh, whoops, one sec. Let me do a share screen. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, come over to the podcast page where we've got the video. Um, and yeah, because uh, Alexi's got a good slide here. Thanks, Alexi. Okay. So um, these stats will actually explain it better than anybody if we're talking about results and so forth and content. Mm -hmm. So according to Demand Metric, content marketing costs 62% less than traditional marketing and generates about three times as many leads. So traditional right. marketing, you know, TV, radio, old school type stuff that I made my bones on. Yeah. Oops. Next one. Um, according to Aberdeen. Now, this one's huge. If you've got a sales team or if you don't like sales and you feel it's a bit icky, this is a huge reason to do content. Your conversion rate will skyrocket because you're having warm conversations. Conversion rates are nearly six times higher for content marketing adopters than non-adopters. Right. Now, so I mean, basically it comes down to by the time that they've decided they're going to get on the phone with you, they already feel like they trust you and they're, they're more likely to buy it's a no-brainer. When you start to experience this, and this is all we experience with our company, you cannot go back to dealing with cold leads or even lukewarm leads. You can't do it. You get spoiled. It's just a wonderful way to do sales, yeah. frankly. Yeah. yeah. Um, from a traffic viewpoint, according to HubSpot, companies that did 16-plus blog posts per month got three and a half, almost three and a half times as much traffic than companies that did zero to four. I am not saying to do 16 plus. Right. The message you want to get across here is there's a quantity component with, with content, 
the more you do, you tend to get better results, okay? There's just a quantity component there that doesn't speak to quality. Just, a, just, just know the more you do, you tend to get better results, okay? Excellent. And this one's interesting, um, especially for big ticket. If you're selling a 20 buck, you know, sort of pillow or whatever, maybe not so true. If you're selling multi-thousand, like we've got a client that sells a million dollar product. Wow. Okay. So, you know, this is absolutely true. So uh, what, what, according to demand gen, 47% uh, uh, of buyers viewed three to five pieces of content before engaging with a sales rep. And traditional market advertising methods no longer work as well as they used to. So this is similar to what I mentioned back here with the conversion rate being almost six times higher. Yeah. Folks. And the last part is yep, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be up to chance that they happen to see that content. I mean, you're in charge of this. Because you've got your paid advertising, because you're getting them onto your funnel and then you're directing them you know, through email or what, or retargeting to see another piece of content. Like, you're you can you can direct this whole thing. You're in charge, baby. Oh, no, totally. I, that they go and have a good look on your blog. Well, no, no. Here's the thing. Even I can go one better. Just before our talk today, I was speaking to an accounting firm that was referred by an existing client, and they do 15 mil a year. Um, a perfect fit for us, but one problem. They don't know anything about us. They haven't seen any of our content. They haven't read my book. Right. They haven't watched videos. So I put the brakes right then and there and said, next steps. We're in no rush to do business with you. Next steps. You must view some of my content on LinkedIn. You must look at the book. You need to see some of the emails. And until you do that, it doesn't make any sense for us to actually do business. And the reason for that is clients that engage with our content and love what we do are the, con are the clients that we get the best results for and have the best relationship with. Excellent. So, you know, our services range from our base pack right now is 1397 USD, 1,397 USD per month. And it goes up from there. So call that 2000 Aussie, 25 grand a year. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not small money, right? It, it, we need clients to stick. They need to be sold that we are the right option for them. And when I say sold, I don't mean it as the four-letter word. I mean, they need to convince themselves. Mm. And this is where the content is preeminent. This is where the content is the pinnacle of how to sell people. You have great content. People will sell themselves on you. You don't need to be the hard-charged salesperson. In fact, I did the opposite of hard-charged salesperson with that company a moment ago. I know. I love it. Talk about that. That is perfect when you go... I know that content marketing works so well. I'm on a sales call and I'm telling them to get off it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch the content because they will convert so much better. That's pretty powerful proof yeah. that you know that you're going to get a much, not even just probably a higher conversion, but they're going to stick. Stick. No, it's stick as well. That's the other part for us. That's a really good point. Really good point. I love it. And so... So, the, in, so in summary, what we've had so far, like from the stats that Alexis shared, like this works. And importantly, it's around how content management increases your sales, increases your leads. Really, that's what you're looking for. That's the reason. Now, you talked about having a funnel, absolutely number one. Then you've talked about the content, that you need to be having the content. And then the next thing is amplifying. And I love how you talked about that's when, you know, you can be getting them to see, you know, amplify sending them advertising to see your content and then get them for the sale hmm. now if you've got people 
who they may be like a one person band at the moment, or they may be them and they might have a virtual assistant or a couple of virtual assistants or somebody else on their team. They may not be ready yet to go and outsource everything to a company like yours that mm. works with the companies that are gonna get that return. Where, are the, where would they start? Like what would be a really sensible content hacking plan that's gonna maximize their chance of getting results faster rather than slower? Yeah. Let me answer that. Before I do, let me tell you one quick story around yeah. content marketing success because yeah. it's a big one and it's like hot off the press. So I was gone for six weeks overseas eating way too much pasta and bratwurst and drinking too much beer and I actually put on weight. And in that time, I, I did speak to a, a certain client, a young couple who started a new business a year ago um, and, and were smart enough to get us to do their content from the beginning, right? Uh, even though I said, you guys are too young, you guys are this, you guys are that. I said, no, we still want you, we're budgeting you and so forth. I've gone for six weeks. They've been with us now for 10 months. I come back and the critical mass hit for them while I was gone. Guys, how are we going? And by the way, the partner, the female is in her 20s still. They've had the biggest month. They brought in about 200 grand in cash for the month. Wow. For the month. And they've had their content machine running They've been amplifying, they've been using funnels, content hacking framework. Check this out. They're in an industry where they normally, where convention is to get paid two, three, four months down the track. Okay? Just the nature of their industry. But because they could sell, because they've got content, meaning they're speaking to leads of people that trust them, have seen their material, know them. They thought, let's screw this. Why don't we ask for all 15 grand up front before we take a step and let's see what happens. Right. Here's what happens. Their conversion rate barely dropped off and they're converting it 40% or so. But now they're getting all the money in the door at the beginning. They're like the only people in the industry that are able to pull this off. Wow. That is fantastic. So yeah. because that is important because there's always going to be a percentage of people that default yeah and you know you can be in charge of your own cash flow if you've got the lump sum to start with that is a great story and go them yeah Dark go them. them what she's still the, the female partner is still in her 20s is what sorry still, still in, in 20s 20s, 20s. i like, love it it's I a love spectacular story like go them yeah. all go right them. let's answer your question here so let me show you how i do it because i'm the laziest human that's ever walked this earth let me show you <laughs> So you'll see, um, let's have a look at the camera there. You'll see the Rev, the blue app right there. Yep. Rev.com. So to answer your question, the easiest way to get started with your own content machine is do a podcast. That's the easiest. Nothing's easier. Right. The way I do it, Tuesday mornings, Thursday mornings, I'm down at Bondi and I'll usually use my time in the car there or back. It's like a 15 minute drive or on the beach. I will have an idea for a podcast and all I do is the following. It's this simple. I click on that app and you see the word record? Yep. I press record and start yapping for about 10 to 15 minutes. Then I press save and that goes straight into the rev.com platform to get transcribed. Then I don't see it again until the emails and the show notes are written and I just glance at that stuff because I don't write them. I just look at them because they're my name. Yep. In between, the, uh, in between me pressing save and me seeing all the collateral, my VA that runs our Fubi content machine 
organizes the transcript, assigns to the writers for the show notes, assigns to the writers for the emails, assigns to the graphic design team to turn audio into video, uploads it to the podcast app, uploads to Libsyn, gets all this machinery done, and my time is 12 minutes to record it, maybe five minutes to glance at the show notes and the emails and everything. So if you are bottlenecked or you don't know how to start, um, the easiest is podcasts in the way that I'm suggesting. That's brilliant. And look, I, I have a machine here behind me. So I have all these other elements going on because I have the machine. Worst case, you could have one writer that writes you a couple of emails. You have one writer that can pull down quotes from the podcast. That's very easy to do. And you can have a transcription service like rev.com to add a transcript to your podcast. And you will start to have a content machine up and running. You don't have to do all the other bells and whistles I do. You do another version of that. And that's... I love it. And you know what? The thing... I love that you've talked about there because I, I always use video for podcasts because I like... I just like... I'm, I'm used to using video. But there are more moving pieces. Mm. I don't do any of that stuff. I have my virtual assistant that follows our procedure and like you, they just do it all. I don't have mm. to do it. But... From what you've talked about, we're just using audio and actually mm. having the audio that's on the rev.com, which is what we use for our transcripts. You know, it's you've already got an extra step that's out of there. That's brilliant because it's just audio. It's going to go on audio on iTunes anyway. Yeah, that's so really good. Yeah, so I, I do tons of video already. So the way you're doing is the even more leveraged way to do it because you get the videos, video cuts ready to go. Um, I wanted it to be quick and easy for me to do it. And yeah. uh, my trigger is the beach in Bondi. So, and we have SOP, standard operating procedure, to turn audio into video anyway. Right. So we still get the video anyhow. Um, so, but for me, I wanted the easiest, quickest, most pain-free way for me to do two podcasts a week for me. It builds love around it. me. And that's the easiest that I found. Yeah, I just love it. And you know what? That's, I bet for a lot of people listening here, that is going to be the thing that's gone, I can do that. Mm. And, you know, even if you don't have somebody that can do the writing and stuff for you, once you've got mm. the podcast, you know, you might decide I'm just going to write a couple of notes or something. Mm. You know, you don't have to write the whole big blog post because you've got the audio that's there. Mm. Um, I love it. So I really like that you said go with podcasting because it's my favourite medium. Yeah. Um, and this is not even doing interviews with other people. It's just sharing your brilliance. Look, here's the thing. I, I know my subject cold and I don't do any planning with the podcast. I have an idea uh, like at 8.05 and I'm recording by 8.08. Oh, right? I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, I, love I, I could do interviews. I could do many other things. We do a lot of things, admittedly, other things. Um, for now, this suits me beautifully. I'm yeah. going to a week minimum. Um, I could take this anywhere and I travel with... Oh, it's in the kitchen. I travel with a road mic, a little thing that attaches... To the bottom, lapel here, cost me 80 bucks. That's always in my bum bag, which is always with my phone. Excellent. And, you know, I'm in Rome, I'm in, I'm in Berlin, I'm in, I just, I'm in an airport, it doesn't make a difference. I find a quiet corner, get the mic on, do the podcast, upload it, and, you know, I don't have to worry about the whole setup and the beautiful light and yep. I just want it done. Sorry. Yeah, I love it. That is, I mean, that is brilliant. So if, now we've, so for that last one, for you, you've got, you've lost your last excuse, folks, okay? 
So yeah. when it comes to doing some sort of content creation, just using that rev.com, awesome. And then you can take all the little bits out of it and get all your quotes and use that. So I've, we've got to the end of our time. Um, what I'm going to do for everybody that's here, I'm going to I'm going to have a downloadable for you that's going to go over, um, you know, just mentioning those the three things, you know, the the um, the funnel, the content, and the um, amplification. And I'll also have a bit of a checklist there for you so you can work out your own content marketing plan, your absolute minimum one. So I'll have that there for you as a downloadable. And so, Alexi. Fubi, where do we where do we go to be able to get um, some bit, some more of Alexi? Um, so I'll give you I'll give everybody that's listening to the podcast a little gifty. Um, so I've got my book Content Hacking. You can buy it on Amazon for seventeen ninety five, or you can buy it, you can get it for free here. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <Here's the option. laughs> which one? <laughs> uh, which one? So just go to that URL there, uh, fubi.co forward slash content hyphen hacking hyphen book. Excellent. And you, you'll get a download. You'll get. You'll have to opt in, unfortunately, but that's life. But you'll get a free yeah. copy of the book. Um, and um, so there's that. And the next thing, there's my actual personal email. The good thing about getting the company where I'm at now is all of the team communications go over Slack and Basecamp, and so I don't have any operational stuff going into my inbox. So I could do stuff like this, where I can actually give publicly my personal email and not let it get out of hand. So if you need any help, you have any questions, anything That's brilliant. at all, it's alexi at foobie.co. That is really, really generous. And everybody, um, you know, you come over onto the podcast page, I'll, we'll have all the links there for you and, and Alexi's address. And that book is awesome. And that checklist that you talked about at the beginning, it's yeah, that's all in the book. It's yeah. really, really powerful. It's going to make you realise what's possible. Mm. Um, which is really, really exciting. I'm so grateful for your time. You've been really, really generous, Alexi. Um, make sure, when he said it's unfortunate that you have to get on his list, it's actually really fortunate because you get to see him put into action exactly what he's talking about. You know, so I was going to say that, but it sounds too self-serving. You're right. You're <laughs> going to see me at my own cooking. You're going to see lots of content come out. It's our, it's yeah. our best stuff. It's unfiltered. I have no reason to hide a single thing because we monetize through a service. I don't have... Any, I don't have any reason to hide our best stuff. So yeah, good point. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So go and absolutely go and get that. So I'll put the links there on the podcast page. Thank you so much for your time, Alexi. You're an absolute legend. And I know we've only just touched a fraction yeah. of what you can learn from Alexi. So make sure you go over there and connect with him. And, um, and please let us know what action you've taken from today, because that is one of the biggest gifts that you can give both of us. What, What's an aha that you got out of today and what's an action you've taken? Come and find Alexi on his, where he is. Come and stalk me. Let me know because um, that's one of the best feedbacks that we can get. Yeah. Okay. Go out there, folks, and take some action. See ya. <laughs> it's Janet here. Thanks for joining me on Romance Your Tribe Radio. Hey, you heard our voices today, but do you want to see what we really look like? You can see the video version of this episode over at romanceyourtribe.com and grab the show notes while you're there. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate if you show the love and leave an honest review on iTunes or your favorite podcast directory. I'll see you on the next episode.